This episode of Dear Jessamine has profanity, sex talk, weed smoking, and a bunch of other shit that's just not for everybody. You also may not agree with the stuff we say or how we say it, and we think that's great. We promote cannabis medicine to people over 21. If you're not 21, come back when you are. And we're rolling. Rolling, rolling, rolling. That's what I want to say. I was just the other day was singing like either Limp Bizkit or Corn or uh, Kid Rock, maybe. <laughs> Whatever. You love it. Oh, my God. White, white men from Detroit. Man, they were doing a thing. They had and a then, moment. It was like 1998 to 2002. I'm glad it's over. 2001. 2001. I cannot tell you how glad. I believe that about you. <laughs> I believe that you are done with it. I mean, I did enjoy it. I enjoy that uh, demographic, frankly, if I can be really honest with myself. Hey, Justin, where are we? It's, I'm not sure, under the sea, I feel um, like, under the stars. We're, um, it's season four. At Tenderfire Studios. You literally, Tenderfire Studios got a, up, a little bit upgrade, a update. Lift. You got yeah. a facelift. Yeah. That's she exactly She got, she got some new polish. Yeah. She got shined up. She got shined up. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Happy to be coming to you from the exact same place we always have, but <laughs> <laughs> looking mega different and sitting in chairs. It's not. I mean, we were marking yesterday that our first season we were mm-hmm. in the closet the of your old the pantry kitchen pantry, totally cleaned out of everything. Yes, soundproofed and double mic'd, literally yeah. of your old house. That's season one, dear Justin. Season two was. A lot of it was in the house on Shepherd Street. Can we just say that? Yeah, like, I guess we can weird, say that now. Yeah, the house that we lived in with my other partner yep. in Durham, which feels like a very specific era of time, mm-hmm. like when the three of us were living together. Wow, so intense in such a specific period. It was also like the height of quarantine yeah. during the pandemic. Well, part of the point of me moving in was that, that was the reason. it was scary your other partner works in um a really covid hit heavy industry and we didn't even know then that we needed to batten down the hatches the way that we needed to and we we did deeper i think but like because we did it first so the the plan originally was for the two of us and my other partner and their other partner to move into a house together and we weren't thinking so much about money like it wasn't i don't remember that being like I think it was the unspoken, reason that we were but there's all. no, if we were all fucking independently wealthy, we probably would have all gotten our own space to begin really? with. Do you mm. think? I feel like there was definitely something with more like, space than, and like more, higher functioning. Cause here's the thing about when you're basically living in a punk house, Yeah, there's all this shit that does not work. Yeah. And when you're trying to put together like a business or four, yeah. um, it's intensely difficult to be like, are you using the one plug in the kitchen right now or can I use it? Season three was we got on the road. I think that because we don't know how to love ourselves often, we don't know how to love other people. And we don't even understand what love is. That love is everything. That every experience is love. Every being is love. Everything that we do and create in this life is love. And we were living yeah. in the camper and we were like recording literally all over the place. But pretty consistently at the booth and the camper. I love these eras. And then we are here in Tender Fire Studios in Northern California. Northern California. That's right. Um, This is really cool. I think so too. Yeah, yeah. There was a little bit of a, it wasn't a clean overlap, mm-hmm. I would say on um, 
from season two to season three. Like, mm-hmm. I think we did some of season. It doesn't fucking matter. Actually. Yeah, no, totally. <laughs> but it's a really cool, almost exactly season breakdown. Yeah, <laughs> regionally. Yeah, I love that. But we are now here, and a lot has happened oh my in God. between season three. <laughs> what is amazing <laughs> about why we've just been stalling so much that mm-hmm. I didn't realize until this very moment is that mm-hmm. I'm nervous to talk about. The oh episode. my God, Lord! <laughs> it has been a summer. We took a little break, and a lot happened on summer break, and so mm-hmm. we thought that we'd spend most of this episode literally just chatting about what has been going on. Yeah, and um, we are. <laughs> We have a little outline and we have our regular segments. So what are you inviting in this week? Oh, fuck. Yes. (laughs) This question. We do the show. God, remember when we did the show? Remember? Oh, shit. You remember that time? Can we also just real quick before we do, what are you inviting in this week? I just want to say shout out to everyone that we have talked to in between seasons who says they listen to the show. Mm, A lot of y'all, it is nice to get to connect with y'all. Like it has been crazy and weird and like it's, I'm like weirded out by it. (laughs) I'm not weirded out by it. I'm exclusively delighted. Yeah. But um, it's really, I'm glad that. We're all out here together. I feel it's nice to be in community. So, yeah. Thank you. Okay. What are you inviting in this week? Um, Wow. I just wasn't even prepared. I am inviting in abundant healing, healing in every direction. I'm inviting healing from, for, to, because of, and with every direction. And for the benefit of, like, our... Uh, those who come, you know, after us, like seven generations. Yeah. What are you inviting in? Mm. Oh my goodness. All myself. Oh yeah. I'm realizing that like to shed, to let go of something, Mm. you have to like really live in it. Oh, and I can back up a little Welcome. All right. Welcome, welcome back. So, welcome back after our welcome glitch-filled back. truth. <laughs> We're not. That's, that's a good name. Shit just happens, man. Shit just happens. Um, we have been working out some kinks of recording while we've been laying out. Uh, we've been. You pointed out that we've been stalling. Okay, this is what happened in the time between, I mean, in the time since we've been on the mic last. Yeah, and when we were just on the mic, actually, we were doing What's New in Paradise. We're we? or not um, not what's new in paradise. We're, but we're doing in? what we're inviting in this week. Did you say what you're inviting in, babe? I said that I'm inviting in all myself mm-hmm. because I realized that um, specifically during sex, I have been a lot of my the the I've been become. I feel like I embody people that have abused me oh shit and i'm noticing it more when i have sex and it is something that does not feel like a full representation of who i am it does also allow me to understand my masculinity in a way that is really helpful for me wow but um it's also just like it's dark and scary the parts of it that I see within myself and I um 
I just want to let that be there. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like I want to let myself be fully whole. And I feel like I'm really enjoying living my life, being fully whole and yeah. being forgiving myself forgiveness and um and saying that like it's okay because there is this softness that comes and that I'm noticing is actually that that's me that I'm very soft. And you like that? Question mark. I do. Um I like being able to be open hearted. Mm-hmm. And I see myself. So when I'm saying this, I'm also talking about like the defensiveness in life, you know, like that I'll be very defensive. And it is that um, defense mechanism from, I'm assuming when I was a child. And um, I think that really just letting myself be and forgiving myself means that I can uh, be more gentle and soft and, um, and open hearted. And that feels like um, good in all parts of my life. So I'm inviting in all myself so that I can experience the gentleness and softness that comes from that. I love that. Why are you doing the thumbs up? Because it was tender and I was feeling a little bit tender. And I didn't realize that I was going to be keeping it real like that. It's season four. Come on, season four. (laughs) Um. Okay, cool. So we have been doing favorite things. Mm -hmm. And this week we're going to say our favorite songs. Hey, I have two. Yeah. I think I have three, Mm -hmm. actually, for this week. One of them is called Emiliana, and it's by this artist called CK. And we're going to link these songs to the homepage of dearjessamine.com. We should do like a little playlist. Don't mm. you think? Yeah. <laughs> Just like a little Dear Jessamine playlist. We'll do a little Dear Jessamine playlist and we'll link that. Yeah. Um, and then my second one is called, and this is just a forever summer jam. And it sounds counterintuitive, but I know what it means. It's called No Romance. No romance, no romance. That's she's you she's played this song a hundred percent of the time we were on the road <laughs> driving. hundred percent. That song is, <laughs> drives me crazy. It fucking broke me though. Finally, it. like it was like the thousandth time hearing it. And you're like, like, oh yeah, it's about no romance. <laughs> the song. Oh my god. No, but it's real. It's a good song. Mm-hmm. And then, um. <laughs> I've been having. Well, I don't. I think that's it. Number two. That's it. Mm. One and two. <laughs> How about you, babe? Um, you know what? I've really been enjoying this song called. Uh, no, I don't even think I wrote it down. Um, <laughs> so, so annoying. <laughs> so I'm not gonna say that one. I'm just gonna say the ones that I wrote down. I'm so glad that I wrote them down ahead of time. Um, "Settle for My Love" by Patrice Russian. They put this Discover Weekly. Spotify knows yeah, me. Know. Okay. They yeah, know what I'm doing. They know what I like. And they know that I enjoy knowing which songs were sampled in songs that I oh, play all the time. Shit. And so they throw that on my Discover Weekly. And I'm like, y'all better write an algorithm. Shout out to the engineers out there. But this um this song I love because a piece of it is sampled in Ty Dolla Sign's song, uh, straight up. <laughs> 
featuring Jagged Edge, which is one of my most favorite songs, period. I'm not expecting to hear Jagged it's Edge. It's so fucking good. I think all the songs, like, that's what makes that song so good. Okay, so, okay. But it's also sampling this one specific place at the very beginning, um, a piece from this Patrice Russian song that I really enjoy. And um, <laughs> the cover art for that album gives me life for a lot of different reasons. So yeah. if you're into that, <laughs> post it <laughs> to Dear Jessamine. Uh, send it to Dear Jessamine Instagram because I would like to hear from you hey. <laughs> if that's something that you care about. Um, but also my other favorite song this week is Pretty Hurts by Beyonce. Which is mm. on her self-titled album. It's not like recent Beyonce um, and I know that there's a lot there. The Beyonce album came out. I have still not listened to it. I don't care. People are like, I got to have an opinion about this right now. And I'm like, bitch, why don't you just let her make art and then you can enjoy it and be grateful that she did something. You don't need to have an opinion about it. Okay. I mean, like, she definitely <clears throat> profits off of folks wanting to have an opinion. You know, no, what I'm I know, but I'm just saying, she knows what like, you know what? And I don't need to be critical of people. <laughs> That's just an opinion that I've had for quite some time that I like, I get annoyed by critique of art oh, because yeah. I'm like, but you're at the same time, one of your, excuse me, one of your parts is like, we should be able to critique all art. Oh, well, like yeah. there should be enough all black women. Should exist. But this is just that. my, this is a critiquing your non critique of critique. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, whatever. Pretty Hurts by Beyonce is a great song. And Beyonce I only just too. recently realized, and she's an incredible lyricist, and I love it. And um, my third song <laughs> just uh, is I've Been Watching You Move Your Sexy Body by Parliament. The way you move your sexy body. It's a great song. <laughs> cool. You want to talk about what's new in paradise? <laughs> I just want to know who that was a shout out to that last song because you was so pregnant with was like, it really? depth. In fact, you saying was it really is just <laughs> final punctuation on the yes column. <laughs> you know who you are. No, it's not to anybody. Damn, it's me. It's, it's like that. What? You know. I, I've thought about a few people with that song. Great. Mm-hmm. You want to talk about it? <laughs> uh, what's What's new in paradise? <laughs> bling 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 bling. <laughs> it's been a good summer. How do you mean? Good. Well, actually, parts of it have been really fucking really hard. Fucking terrible, actually. Um, some big fighting between us. Big mad. Big mad. Uh, big sad. Big sad. Deep rivers. Yeah. Um, fucking Charlie Brown music. <laughs> George Michael Bluth. Anyway, it has been, uh, there have been some sad times over here. But I love also that it's been encapsulated in a summer. Which is like how again we have these we chapters. Should... I told you this chapter is called. That's the whole vibe. Yeah, I just like that we run on the school year. Frankly, <laughs> we just keep doing that. Uh, but um, yeah, we have. I mean, the what's happened? We have uh, really started living into our polyamory. Yeah, and I think I Not have this that, theory. I think everything we've done has lived into it. I just think this is an iteration. Totally, I but can't. they. Sorry. Yeah, totally. Both and season one, yeah. how we were in our relationship, brand new, brand new, freshy. No, dude, we were like pre-pandemic too. I feel like there was a fucking. whole naiveness about like what actually happens in a person's lifetime <laughs> that got punctured. That's why we need to go back and re-answer the questions from season uh, one and see if we feel. I the think same we need to listen now. to season one on like a road trip. 
I, 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 can we go to Oregon <laughs> to, um, Oregon or British Columbia? Yeah. BC? Oh my. Yeah. Yeah. We should do that this fall. Um, okay, cool. But so That's we, but I feel like in the first three years, which that was, it was somewhere earlier in our relationship. Yeah. We were in that place where you're just not actively thinking about fucking other people oh, yeah. all the time. It's not, it's just, you're just you're doing that thing. And then we have been, I think, even in the Shepherd Tree house and even at that house. Is you that a year? Were out I need here. to go back. I we need to pause okay. us yeah, and go back just a tiny bit to, is that a universal thing? Because I'm finding mm. myself right, like right now. Mm-hmm having this struggle and maybe I'm leapfrogging, but I'm having this struggle of like, I kind of want to have sexual, like, what is it called? Sexual obsession, mm-hmm. right? Like a bout of sexual obsession with some of the people that I'm seeing. And I'm like, what am I doing? Like, it feels um, like it betrays my instincts mm-hmm. to be like, I only have eyes for you, you know, like, mm-hmm. you mean like all the time? Yeah. 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 Like people call it codependency, whatever. Call it what you will. Like, I don't care. It's new relationship energy. And it's the way that I do it is so intense and mm-hmm. so focused singularly. Mm-hmm. And I'm like <clears throat> getting all this positive reinforcement for and really feeling in my bones like a draw towards mm-hmm. having my attention split mm-hmm. in these ways that literally I'm like, it is better for everybody all the time. Mm-hmm. It is better for everybody all the time if all of us are dating multiple people. I agree completely. Like everything about mm. our communication is better if we're doing mm-hmm. it right. Even if we're doing it like whatever in a way that's unprincipled, there are there's like texture to feel and and continue to discern, mm-hmm. communicate, question, mm-hmm. ask, reflect. Mm-hmm. Like use the time, you know what I mean? The 30 minutes or something from any city to where Mm -hmm. we live Mm -hmm. to be driving home morning after like reflecting and just being like, did I like that? Did I want that? Am I choosing the the things that are making my life better, bigger, more, Mm -hmm. you know, abundant. Anyway. I do think that it is hard to jumped in there. Sorry. Yeah, you did. But I mean, like, this is the question, right? It's like, like, how do you go about being in partnership and like, why do you go about being in partnership? What's the reason behind it? And I feel like, the, I feel like it's hard to build intimacy with one person if you are spreading it around to a lot of different people. For me, Interesting. up to this point, that has been my experience. And Maybe that's I all I've that ever too. practiced. But And it's borne out by people being in monogamous relationships also. Is it only a certain kind of intimacy, right? Yeah, because I think that, I do think that you can get really, really, really close with people that you are not living with that you are building a friendship with. And then the friendship is just so deep, so deep. Yeah. I think that jealousy often gets in the way that people want to have your time or like Mm. want to sequester your time. I don't think it's a, mm, I want to put a pin in that. I mean, I don't, I think that idyllic, the, the fantasy, cause I feel you being able to have like a deep connection with someone. Yeah. We're really connecting and then go back to my house and then go to another person's house and have a really deep connection with that person. It's what we do in friendships all right? the time. That's the thing is it's what like, friendships are. If we add sex is an inherently bad, am I coming from a monogamous mind? This is what I've decided mm-hmm. this morning. 
um, is that I had interesting communication after spending time with one person checking mm-hmm. in with another person. I didn't do, I brought, okay. I also was talking to this friend the other day. It's really short. Mm-hmm. I swear to God. I, was, I wish I peed before this started. <laughs> please keep going. <laughs> this is just, I just want to set a tone for the rest of the podcast. So I have to pee. Yeah. Please keep okay. going. <laughs> mm. Let's decide if we want to take a break at some point. But anyway, I just, mm-hmm. um, fuck I I'm so sorry. No, that that's I okay. Said. It's okay. <laughs> you were talking. You were going between the two parties. Yeah, and I was just having my. F- I, so then, separate from this, I was talking to a friend. I'm being very urgent. Which I just mm-hmm. need to take a breath. Yeah. And my friend was saying that I have a choice in what energy I bring mm. to the conversation itself, mm-hmm. and so it doesn't really matter living in a freedom that like is like relationship anarchy like we're making decisions for ourselves mm-hmm. that then benefit the group because we have reflection we have values we we stick to them and when we reflect we decide for ourselves how we're going to behave and that benefits the group because we're all you know sharing values whatever mm-hmm. and when that's not true anymore the group is different it's fine you know but anyway <clears throat> i have a i have an option to show up to a conversation, bringing all of my shame and asking you to hold it mm-hmm. or either having reflected for myself and like holding it myself or asking a friend or a therapist or whatever to help me hold it. Um, or if I haven't done that reflecting yet, if it just happened and I'm sharing with you, I can just have a good boundary mm-hmm. <laughs> inside of me and just be like, I know in abundance, I know that I'm going to be able to deal with this. I don't need to verbally process it right now. And I'm learning it and I'm seeing all these examples of myself really doing it, just not, well, really doing this old thing of like, um, oh my God, I'm so sad that I did this Mm. and I have to confess to to you and I'm so sorry and I'm so sad and I'm crying Fucking whipping post, absolutely, hell yeah. yeah. that is bullshit. I mean, it's fine. fuck that, literally. It's a thing. We do it. it. is, yeah. I'm going to do it again, I'm sure. Absolutely. I have been, yeah, just really like made aware of, and so this is the thing that multiple relationships offers, Mm -hmm. is any of this reflection, but specifically, I feel like too, the idea that the way I bring information to someone, mm. it's like next level. It's like a mm. higher level of just like, I want to engage with all these different people in this way that's like this intentional mm-hmm. where like I have breathed enough and and closed my eyes in, in at least 30 seconds of meditation enough, 12 seconds, whatever, mm-hmm. before getting on a phone call or before like asking to t- reach out and touch somebody else spiritually. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Spiritually. I sound like a fucking televangelist. That's not what I'm talking about. I mean, I think we all have energy around <laughs> us. And to, to go ahead and like use my energy to like transmit it to somebody else, right? Oh, baby. Is a thing. Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. And it can be done with a lot of intention mm-hmm. and a lot of attention to detail and a lot of impeccability with the word and stuff. And so I'm taking agency really right now <laughs> the thing that happened this morning where i was like man i fucked everything up <laughs> you know mm. anyway yeah no i feel you i mean you asked me yesterday what i would do in a situation where somebody was telling me that or saying that like i cheated on them and i was like i'm not in conversations like that That's because funny. i'm like my thing is uh, you taught me so much about honesty mm. and just being direct yeah. and saying the thing right now. And I'm like, okay, cool. So I have nothing to hide. I don't, you don't own me, whoever it is. Yeah. And w- <laughs> the reality is that this is what happened. This is what I did. And that is the hardest part for me is to just say like, 
what did I do? But mm. once I've told you what I did, what I do and who I am, then I don't have anything to hide and you don't need to come at me crazy and we can just be here together or we cannot. Like if you mm. don't like it, if you need something That's different, right. I fucking feel you. And this is a life and your hours are your life. That's you know it. what I mean? Like how That's you spend it. your time is what you are doing on this planet. That's and it. like, if you think about it like that, it's true. I keep coming back to this and to you and to us and to mm. the show and all of that because then <laughs> this is where it's at. I'm here for it. And you drive me fucking nuts. But it also teaches so much that I then can take into these directions of like lesson and growth and evolution. Uh-huh. And I'm like, mm, I'm really living quite a grand life. That's how I feel about you. I'm like, this is, you are the perfect person to run next to, to like, we, I, it's like chest up, proud. Right. High heart. Oh, I told you that like, this morning. You did. Oh my god, I was being so fucking down this morning. And Just hard you, on yourself. Like, I was like, yeah, get totally. up, bro. We gotta. You do literally. You shit. looked at my body language and you were like, okay, look, you need to roll your shoulders back. <laughs> you need to. But it's like yesterday. You were like, you were like, I'm feeling so down. And I was like, let's go for a walk. You mm. taught me about walks. You were like, let's go. I was like, let's go for a walk. And you were different after that walk. That's did right. you feel you different ha- after? Well, first of all, so many things about you saying that on the walk yeah. is that you give a fuck. I say to you all the time, love me like you know me. Mm. And loving me like you know me means like if I'm if I can't move internally, it's because mm. I can't it's because I haven't moved externally. Mm-hmm. And like it's just in one on the one hand, it's like annoying. I'm like, don't control me. You know, like mm-hmm. my body can't decide if I'm gonna be in a good mood or not. And then on the other hand, I'm like, what an easy fix. <laughs> if you have any length of space, you can just walk, even pace, move your body, Literally. do a handstand, Outside, do some push-ups, do some possible. jumping jacks, yeah. uh, walk to a tree, touch the tree, feel the that texture of the tree. Idea. Recognize mm-hmm. that you are not in a computer screen. That is not who you are <laughs> in this lifetime. Like it's, there you you under look, smell dirt. I'm not fucking mm-hmm. kidding. Like it releases oxytocin when you smell um the soil especially where you're from Mm -hmm. if that's possible Mm -hmm. to just like get in there but if it's not it's the place that saved you like the fact that you're breathing right now you can go ahead and 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 thank whomever it it, yourself (laughs) whoever is making it possible we are on a tangent yeah that this is what a tangent looks like so i just <laughs> love to like tangent. just pull us back a little bit um because we are already kind of answering like how's it going you're telling a lot about how's it going yeah. um but we did have a couple of things that we were going to do to give some context for things so we said how's it going well, you say, how's it going for you? How's it you going? said, how's it going? It's very complex. Yes. <laughs> I, I'm i saying that it's getting easier every day. Mm. And that because if we go back to the beginning mm. of summer, um, when we go back to when you first started seeing one of the people that you're seeing, um, who you start seeing this person and then they immediately left for the entire summer to yeah. be. <laughs> <laughs> they went somewhere else. They were gone the whole summer. You did not see them for up until last week. Mm. And that whole time y'all were building a courtship. Yeah. In fact, we had to push this recording back one week in part because that person came home that day. Oh my God. From being gone the entire, for months and months. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Which doesn't mean that we didn't talk three times a day the entire summer because I believe for the most part, I did talk to that person three-ish times a day. Y'all were in constant contact the whole time. You would never know that they were not up the street, frankly. (laughs) But um, that was really that hard, I think, for me, like that whole experience. And that I said before that, well, I feel like I've said before that 
no, I've never said this here, actually. <laughs> um, all my metamors and all of my lovers prior to this relationship mm-hmm. were just getting me ready for this relationship. Mm. And literally, like, <laughs> the, I, my other partner and I were living together when they started seeing their other partner that they're with now. Mm. And I have been with them through multiple relationships, like so many, like people that they were with for like sizable chunks of time. Mm -hmm. And that one, when they started seeing their partner, I was not around that much. I was like traveling a lot for work and like not physically in the same place. And that really buffered me a lot from the intensity of it. I started dating you almost the same exact time. We've talked about this before. Yeah. And I've been like in other partnerships. You were up too. under me specifically. They started I was dating up under the you, same but then also time. I was up under somebody else right before I was up under you. Yeah, but that person, it doesn't matter. Great. What? Nothing. I feel like they mm. were gone by the time mm. your other partner and their other partner started to really get serious. Oh, really? Yeah, no, that's right. Because that's that right. person that's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. Oh, my God. I forgot. Oh, my God. Anyway. So, no, that's so much overlap. Whatever. Anyway. I think it's the universe nodding, but got I you. think it is. I also think it's like, oh how, who else are you going to know? Queer are we going to so incestuous? even get to the overlap story anyway. of this summer? I yeah, I don't. Well, we have to hurry up. Okay, so <laughs> when my other partner started seeing their partner, I was buffered from some of the reality of being in love with someone, mm. fully in love with, would jump in bed with immediately. Mm. And them feeling that exact same way about somebody else. And it Mm. is not you. And that shit is heavy. And that, so one of the things that we're going to talk about was what's been hard. That was hard for me. (laughs) That was hard. And I reacted a lot. What was it? Succinctly. One sentence. You falling in love with your new partner. One of your new partners Mm. was hard for me to watch it. And, um, but it also spurred me to get my own house in order, get my own shit together, think about what I need. If I'm out here in my feelings because you are in love with someone else, why don't I go mind my business? Mm. And for months and months, I was like being about my shit, like I'm going to create, I'm going to do this yeah. thing, that thing. But honestly, that was insufficient for me personally. Mm. And I really needed to have connection with other people. And I started dating more and have been going out and meeting people at events more, not even just like to date. Like, I feel like the dating is actually relatively minimal. I've mostly just been going out and getting to know this new area, which is so cool. And there's so much great shit to do. Mm -hmm. And I have a great time and I really enjoy living my life as like, a solo poly person who is also mm. partnered and has a nesting partner and has another partner and it's just out here. So that has been really nice. So what's been hard has also been great. Mm. Um, that's so, uh, that's such an us thing to say. <laughs> um, People get annoyed. I love it. What's we been hard about it for you? Great. Um, <clears throat> what's been hard about it for me is almost exclusively the idea of hurting anyone at all. Oh Yeah. Cause like, man, it's like, I'm remember, I haven't really dated since there've been like tiny pockets of dating. Mm -hmm. Like when I was a teenager, late teens. And then when I was my mid twenties and like now Mm. like hoe phases right before you and I started dating, there was a Mm -hmm. tiny bit of dating, but it was like several months. And then Mm -hmm. I was just like totally booed up with you and like (laughs) (laughs) struggling to think about anything else. Mm -hmm. And, um, for sure. 
anyway, so I find myself like hearkening back to different moments of lesson mm. that are not necessarily the same, like developmental age or something that I am now, you know? <laughs> mm-hmm. And I'm like, ooh, we haven't updated that particular <laughs> operating system in a minute. Let's mm. work on that. Oh my God, same. Yeah. Who I am as a dating person now yeah. versus the last time oh, I was like God, right? dating, Jesus, I even- was like... I don't pre-pandemic. Even I mean, it was like, oh my god, pre-pandemic, pre. It has been at least five years since I've been out here, like really trying to date people, you know. Yeah. And like, it who is, we become in five years. <laughs> who you can be in five years. I mean, because like five years ago, I was still in the heat of my Saturn return, or it like ending. Yeah. Sure. And then like. I was partnered and just like not dating. And low key, but moving, just newsflash for everybody, moving on to an RV is like anti-dating. Oh my God. <laughs> it is what you do. It's an aesthetics life to move mm-hmm. into an RV. Right. The people who live in RVs, and we learned this even like being out on the road and it's perfect for, for me, for a recluse, but it's something that like you do when you want to get away from people. Yeah. Totally. And I feel like really committed to that as a concept. But you pick, like, if you go out there yeah. and you bring somebody, it's somebody, it's your ride or die. Your ride or die. <laughs> you're like, I fuck with that person. Mm. You can be each other's only entertainment or people because people go out with their families and their kids and they live their whole lives. Why like is that. that just sounding so overwhelming to me? But right also, now? oh my God, no, there's an amazing RVing podcast, RV Miles podcast, yeah, and they. Yeah are right. out there is Ooh, hetero- the heterosexuality is thick and thick, they have three thick. kids and they're out there three boys and one of their kids is tired of being on the road or at least I swear to, God, to say even to the, the phrase three boys i feel like is the Literally, straightest baby. fucking thing it's just i'm dripping with heterosexuality i'm sorry yeah. i just need everybody to know and we listen i listen the way i might watch a show that's like whatever about high school i'm like this isn't about me at all but i love the entertainment of it Mm. <laughs> just want to warn people or something. Come on, you it's not so bad. Oh my, you are judging it. I'm telling you what it is. <laughs> no, I feel you. I think I like them. And so I'm like, don't, like don't be them. mean to my friends. My thing about them is that they are just RV people and like very uh straightforward and they offer a lot of really cool information. Resources. If you're into RV, a lot of resources. Yeah, I've learned a lot from them about yeah, RV. I've learned so much from them. I don't Shut want you to misunderstand. <laughs> Ew, every single time you put it on, I'm like, oh man, can we listen to something else? And then we get into do. it and I'm like, ooh, this is so good. Turn it up. Oh my like, God. A hundred percent of the time. You know I've I'm prejudiced so against much. straight people. You are no you've had it's, so much shit to say about all of the RVing podcasts that I made you listen to. It's not even just them. I but so I've learned so much learning. from RVing podcasts. And Whatever. Everybody has their this. Everybody uh-huh. has the exactly. like, um, no, I don't need to carry a bag. Can you put this <laughs> in my bag? Whatever. Everybody has their this. And for me, it's like you pick great shows I would never, ever, ever, ever pick and would even you talk mild to shit about. long winded story podcasts that yeah. I have to like can only listen to. Oh my God, but they're so long detailed and like good. Like we could just get like take some mushrooms and like really get into it sometimes. You're <laughs> so funny. Okay, no. cool. Okay. So that's what's hard. Is that what we're just- <laughs> No, you were saying. Mm, I wasn't saying much. We don't need to really even go back into that. What we can say, though, is that things have been good. This has been such a rambly thing. I do kind of want to give a little bit of a like rundown. I was talking about I met this person Mm -hmm. or you were talking about I met this person Mm -hmm. and then they were gone for a while and Mm they just got back. Mm -hmm. And that is an adjustment or what what were we offering? I was just saying that it was hard. hard Yeah. Yeah. Um, you were saying that what's been hard is hurting anybody ever or the idea of hurting anybody ever. Oh, 
And you know, you have like, it ha- you have to, it's not about me. Them hurting is me trying to overinflate my exactly presence right. in their life. You know what I mean? Obviously. But how does that relate to you and me though? The concept that I'm hurting you. You're not hurting me. Wow. That is something that I have consistently had to come down to. Yeah. And I've only done it through you literally because you will be fucking hard with it. You're hard with it the way that I was hard with my other partner with it. Like literally I'd be like, I am going to fuck this person, period. This is what I'm going to do. You can like it or you cannot Mm. like it, but I'm not going to be here. Period. That's what's going to happen. One time we were in the hot tub having a very intimate, hard conversation. You and I. Oh my God. And you literally left to go fuck somebody and you just were like, I'm leaving. This is what I'm about to go do. Oh, it was and the that ninth night, day. No, it doesn't matter. This is the thing. That night, I learned so much about myself. Mm. I learned so much about how I was trying to make my shit your shit mm. so hard. Meanwhile, I can get my own shit together. And that is what happens. It's like we were trying to make everybody like try to fix us or be like, it's your fault. You did this to me. It's not your fault. It's me. And it's not even my fault. It's just, I'm a human being. Yeah, totally. Having a body. Yeah. So anyway, thank you for hearing all that. Sorry to be such a weirdo, but I appreciate you so much. Yeah, Yeah. it is. It's just the truth. It's the texture of fucking life. Yeah. So like you invite a hard experience for people. I invite a heart. I feel like people <laughs> who fuck with me, mm-hmm. like I'm done sort of like changing around for other people. Yeah. Um, Ani DeFranco says, chooses some unassuming finger and quietly moves his wedding ring. I feel mm. like yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, I'm done with that. I just want to be who I am. That's and if you're it. about it, come on. And if not, I'm good. Mm-hmm. But um, what's wild about being here is that there seem to be a bunch of people who at least think they're about it, mm-hmm. you know, and then there's like more investigation that happens about <laughs> like, how about it are we or how <laughs> could we be, you know, whatever. Um, but it's, ugh. to like two people, new, to, to like two new people at mm-hmm. the same time who are both, I mean, just extraordinary human beings, <laughs> just extraordinary human beings. Mm-hmm. I'm like, how does anyone get so lucky in this life as to like meet people like this? Mm-hmm. Let alone be Literally. like in um, such p- close proximity to one another. Weird how close all of this happens in a place like the Bay Area. <laughs> That's it. You'd think people would have known this before this moment. <laughs> Anybody had ever discovered this prior to now, but just us. They're both great options. <laughs> you've, you've had some great options all summer. Not options. Weird. I've definitely had connections that. that are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, like yeah, we're on a fucking show. I feel I don't like know else to say it. It's like connections. People that you're dating. Yeah. Amazing connections. I've made yeah. amazing connections for sure. And mm-hmm. there have been a couple that have started and stopped, and mm-hmm. there are a couple that I really hope stay for a long time. Mm-hmm. And especially the ones that really complement this one, <laughs> because I just feel like when there's a gap in that it's just more work, which doesn't mean it's not worth it. It's just like mm. where the energy is going, at least mm. some portion of the time is me sort of correcting whatever the fuck I did to make somebody think that even in all of our fluctuation, yours and mine, mm-hmm. it's even sort of not permanent, even a little mm. bit ish, not going to happen because like we play on the show a lot about like, are we breaking up? Did we break up? And like, like you said at the top, like, we're not breaking up any more than we ever have. Mm-hmm. We're always learning about each other. We're always growing and evolving into a thing. But like mm-hmm. our paths seem pretty aligned, at least for now. Yeah. And there's no reason to fuck with that, even when we're fucking with things like, do we sleep in the same bed? Are we developing deep connections with other people? Like, I feel like our goals long term haven't changed. Mine haven't, as far as I know right now. Mm-hmm. With the exception of 
adding <clears throat> brilliant collaborators mm-hmm. to the mix, mm-hmm. which is a beautiful way to grow, I think. I agree completely. Yeah. I feel like everyone who has entered my life has been such a gift. Yeah. They are incredible human beings that I just am like so lucky to get to know and am really interested in getting to know them the way that I can get to know them and being really straight up about like where I'm at and what I have to offer. Mm. Oh my God. Paramount. Being forced to figure out what I actually have to fucking offer Mm -hmm. as an Aries who's like, Mm -hmm. I love a challenge. I will overbook myself and everybody will figure it out. Mm -hmm. Like whatever. Mm -hmm. Like fuck that. Like Mm -hmm. not fuck that. Like um, I know what it did for me up to now. Mm -hmm. But now there's like this nuance and this finesse that I want, which literally exclusively requires good communication. And not even good. That's Mm -hmm. so subjective. Like literally just saying what's on your heart and mind, saying what you need and feel. And if you don't know, take a deep breath. Like, mm-hmm. just stop for a second and think. Because, like, that is what happens, I think, for me in this fast-paced world. <clears throat> is I'm like, I got to know now. I got to know now. So I'll just say something. And I'm just, like, in this place of, like, what if I just didn't go out tonight, for instance, even mm-hmm. though I got an invitation. And instead mm-hmm. use the night to read and reflect, maybe write in my journal, maybe have a conversation with an old friend who reminds me who I am. Mm-hmm. Like, what if I didn't do it just because I can, even though it is the end of the world? (laughs) You know what I mean? There's only so much time we have with anybody ever anyway. Mm -hmm. I really like going down on that person. Whatever the Mm -hmm. thing is. Like, you know what I mean? Um, This, Yeah, I am a person. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. I went on the sexiest date with myself the other night. Mm -hmm. I loved it. Where'd you go? What'd you do? I went to a bar called The Cat House, Mm -hmm. which I've been informed is actually me and the sweetie who introduced it to me. Mm -hmm. It's our bar. So. I'm happy to have that. I'm happy to have that in my life. Uh Y'all should go, but I'm going to just go with that person. I love shit like that. I love shit like that. I just want everybody having like a place that's like your place. Our song, our bar, our absolutely. um, Yeah, our book or something. I I don't know. I absolutely. We. I have a book with that person too. too. Anyway, these are all good. What's y'all's book? I'm not. It's too detailed. Like they asked me. I should. I should say this because this is part of what's been hard. One of the things I really, really like about one of the people I'm seeing is that they're not on the internet at all. Oh, yeah. Hell so yeah. They I asked, really like that about that person, God, too. So, mm-hmm. so they asked me to keep them off the internet as much as I can. And so that's up to me. Mm-hmm. This is my totally. story. Yeah, no, I They think. know it's my story. I know it's my story. I will tell my story. But I will keep a, an eye towards that because that. that feels like integrity and it feels like respecting that's something. That's hot. That's fun. I find it very hot myself. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to talk about my bar with this person, but I'm not, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Go mm-hmm. so much deeper. Like, what is our book? Mm, it didn't really come up naturally. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to talk about that. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that. thanks for listening. This is the kind of shit that fucking has to get worked out when you're doing what we're doing. And I'm here for it. Literally. But there were no steps that could be skipped up to this point to get to this kind of communication that we're having that. right now. Like, I just feel like you did a lot of work prior to this in your other relationships. You've been like literally rolling, rumbling, tumbling, rolling down the hill. And I have been too. And then here together, we have been emotionally boxing like for years on this podcast. And I'm sure we will continue. I hope we do. It's pretty fucking boring. I feel like, you know, the lessons are the reason to be in a relationship. Like the whole reason to date somebody else, the whole reason to get married. Well, married is a whole other thing, Mm, but the whole reason to date somebody else is to get to know another human being and to have a mirror Mirror. to reflect, to reflect yourself to yourself and to like really see through them, like seeing because you're getting to know them, Mm. 
what who you are and what life is. Mm. And like, it's got to be somebody who challenges you, who pushes you to like learn more about yourself. And you do that for sure. Damn, I know you do that. It's so interesting because like, <clears throat> I hate speaking in absolutes. Mm. Well, that's an absolute. I actually don't mind it. Obviously, <laughs> I do all the time. But there's this thing about not wanting to do that. But it, it feels almost always true, almost 100% of the time true that mm-hmm. when I am taking time to reflect and like care for myself, nothing that you do actually is bad. That's it. Nothing you do actually sucks. Like nothing, anything. Like I feel like, oh, my sister's a really great example of this. I love my sister. She and I haven't been talking for mm-hmm. years. There's We reconnected. There's a lot to talk about now. And that's all I'm going to say. But um, we've been talking a bunch and realized a couple of things. Number one, we're better over text sometimes. And that is fine. That is fucking fine. No, we get up in each other's tone, up whatever. And this happened over text. Even she was like telling me all this stuff that's happening because so much is happening where she is, and it's shit I need want to know about, need to know about, commit to. And so she's telling me all this stuff, and then it was on our morning because we do Sunday mornings together, and I have my phone away. It's I don't think about it. I just don't bring it wherever we go. Um, like if we're in the yard, my phone is charging in the house or whatever. Um, and so I don't get texts. And then when I get back to my phone, especially if she's sent like, you know, a bunch, I'm just like, wow. So what I said was I'm feeling the enormity of this, but, um, I'm sorry. I had my phone away. Like, let me know if you want to talk. And she was mad. And she told me yesterday, she was, the reason she was mad all weekend at me was because I didn't codependently take on all of the things she was saying. And that when she had some space and time, she was like, oh, you're response was so perfect and empathetic and like loving and offering and curious. And I just wasn't in a place to be able to even receive any of that. And it's not your fault. And so I'm starting, this is the whole point of the story is that I'm starting to live in a place where like the not my fault part comes first for me. And I can Mm -hmm. offer all the compassion that comes when somebody's like, dang, I realize it's not your fault. Mm -hmm. I can give that to myself first. So that even if you think it's my fault, I can be like, that sounds hard. That sucks. That sounds right. fucking hard. And I'm here for you. Literally. And I'm here with you. Anything yes. we need to do, let's do it. Because that sounds like bullshit that you feel that way. I have to remember that part because I get caught up on the, oh my God, what did I do wrong? Like, how yeah, am I exactly. like, you know, blah, blah, blah. and that's like, the point. Like, I'm trying about you. I'm trying to make it about you. I'm trying to make it about you. You're, I'm trying to make it about me to make it about Literally. you because it's mm-hmm. a common thing. Maybe it's something we know mm-hmm. how to do, whatever. But this feels brave and not that much harder. Frankly, it feels like um, just saying what is, Mm -hmm. but it's all that, it's all that self-care beforehand. Mm -hmm. It's like, did I move my body today? Mm -hmm. Which you already noted in our like pre-production meeting, you were like, I haven't practiced yet today. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Are you okay? Mm -hmm. I am okay. Thank you. Um, Yeah. Okay, we're saying a lot. Do you want? I'm s- glad. I love it. Do you want to say bullet um, points of what's happened, or do you feel like we've said we the story? To. Okay. I feel like we've said so much, and I think that totally. over time, over season yeah, four, right. more so details will be revealed. You're so good at this. And I really am just so excited to go on this journey with you and with y'all, and I'm excited to be here. Mm. And I love our life, and I have a lot of fun with you. And I love that this is where we got to. We were going to record this episode so many times, yeah. like along and along. Oh, wow. And I'm glad we waited to do it today. Always like this. Always Today waiting. being like you and me making commitment to come back to the house together at eight from both of us having been at different people's houses <laughs> on the same block, low key. <laughs> 
that's why when you were like, you text, you texted me talking about, hey baby, I was like, why are you texting me? Because I'm driving, so I'm. You're texting me because you're not driving. Oh, I'm shit. thinking you're at the house. Maybe no. Maybe. Are you kidding? I got up at six to leave that person's bed to baby. go to the house to wait for you. At <laughs> Did the you house. even go to sleep? They're sleeping. Yeah, a little yeah. bit. How much? Just a little bit sleeping. Yeah, okay. And we'll enough. talk about it after this. Um, I, <laughs> you're my mom. Was there sleeping on your end? Oh, yeah. I don't need to know. I don't want to be your mom. And I know I do that. That's, I love that's it. part of our. You know, thing. I love it. It's fine. Let's go. And what's next? And what we've written here, what we wrote down during the strategy meeting was uh, that we're living into the abundance and we're trying not to hold each other back. Oh, oh my it. God. That is the thing that, the whole thing. that was the part of us fighting that I just could not abide. I felt like well, I would watch the hours pass by. It, we're oh my God. fighting for hours. hours. Are you kidding me? We have so much Going to do. Oh my God. And I'm like, are we breaking up? That's why every day I'm like, are we breaking up? Because I'm like, bitch, if we're breaking up, Let's then I'll see you it. later. I have to go to I work. To go I don't have time work. for this. Like, Holy you can get the fuck out of my face shit. right now. I know that's But right. I'm like, God, if we're damn. not breaking up, I love you so much. I'll go to talk work. to you at six. Like, that's Jesus right. Christ. I feel that though. Like, if, because like my thing is, I let my whole fucking life get blown off course. Mm -hmm. I will let totally. the whole fucking thing get blown all the way off course. Mm -hmm. For what? And then I'm in the same place, fighting about the same thing. The Literally. Next day. <laughs> that's why I left the fucking hot tub that day. No, I know you did. Oh, I loved that. That's why. Done. Oh, my God. My I was love. like, I'm about to get dicked down. Do you understand? You, that was right like, now? literally, that was like you slicing. It was like, like the in the way that I fucking need day to in a row. Oh we were God. in a healing waters practice. Oh, it was at becoming. And you know what was happening me? in that water? I love to get into water because I'm a water sun. Yeah. I'm, I'm a water creature. Yeah. You are fire. You get in the water and it's a hot tub anyways. And it just gets hotter. Right. And like literally it happens all the time. And when we're fighting, that water gets so hot and it's unpleasant. And you mm -hmm. were like, I'm getting out of here. And it was just like, it changed mm -hmm. completely when you left. I bet. And like, it always does. That's the thing is when we take space, we actually both are like, oh, oh shit. I hear what she was saying. Fuck. Okay. But what yeah. we no, called right. the she's camper, right. the steam engine. Yeah. And I was thinking, like, when fire and water come together, they make steam. You were thinking. And we just fucking. You know what? You're right. We were thinking. I think we were thinking that. Thank you for giving me permission to use the word we. Mm. That is something that I have never had before you. It's quite a facet. Sorry, I wasn't. Didn't have generosity in that direction. You don't need to. I'm, I'm I want to. I'm happy to. I'm grateful Thank to hear you your truth. <laughs> We're so gay. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I've never seen I'm anything gayer. The thing is, we tr we try to forget the cameras are here, but there's I a know. moment when it's like, bitch, we are literally being looked at. We cannot do this gay shit. We are not I'm alone. So annoyed. Can we end this? I want to hold fucking... your hand. Yeah, let's get the fuck out of here. Uh, <laughs> uh, I love that you love the Beatles. That yeah, makes me giggle. When you when you choose yourself, we're choosing each other. Oh fuck. When I choose myself, it's choosing us. When I, I choose, choose myself, it's choosing us. Uh, I love you. Ooh, Might hate too. you next week. We should get the fuck out of here. Mm -hmm. And let's... Um, oh, we have a trivia question. Do you want to read trivia? Uh, yeah, let's, let's do trivia. Definitely. Okay, if yes. you, okay, 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 cool. okay, cool. It's a fucking kickoff. Let's go. Yeah, literally. Okay, cool. Do what we want. So... <laughs> the question for this week is 
Melissa Etheridge came out as a lesbian at an inauguration ball for which U.S. president? We will say the answer to that question at the top of next week's podcast. And the bonus question is, who was hyping her up when she came out? Mm, mm, mm. I'm not going to tell you what you're going to win, but you know. If you know, you know. Literally. I think that the winning is in the winning. You know. You know what I mean? You know (laughs) you're a winner. Yeah. You know this answer. So uh, y'all are such a joy and a delight. Mm. And we are really, really grateful for you. And so grateful whenever you leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or Heart or like literally fucking anywhere, but especially a review on Apple Podcasts. And this was not a review on Apple Podcasts, but it was a review that somebody sent us via email, which you can also do. You can email us via our website, dearjustinman.com. Um, but we're just going to read it here. Do you want to read it with me or I'll just read it. <laughs> no, Dearest Jessamine no. and Ash. What? I'll read it with you. Dearest Jessamine and Ash. <laughs> you! <laughs> that is- Dearest Jessamine and Ash. Thank you so much for the vulnerability and honesty that you both bring to this show. I've found such comfort in both of your voices, your opinions and perspectives since I started listening to this back in 2020. Mm. This podcast has changed me in so many ways, and I'm so grateful to both of you for sharing yourselves with strangers. I want to write a review of the podcast, but don't have any social media or Mm. Apple podcasts. So I resolved to send this instead. Innovative. To me, this show is filled with so much truth, and I found it to be a mirror for myself. To see myself reflected back in my insecurities, challenging my ideas, opinions, sense of what a fulfilling relationship is, radical honesty, and courage to ask myself questions that I'm afraid to answer. I want for everyone I know to listen to your show and give them the opportunity to grow and become more expansive in their ideas of what their lives can be and who they want to become. I think that's plenty. Yeah. I'll see y'all next week. See you. Dear Jessamine is produced by Tender Fire Media. For more on our show, follow us on Spotify and Instagram at Dear Jessamine or head over to our website, dearjessamine.com. If you're an Apple podcast person, you can subscribe to our show. And while you're there, write us a review. They really help the show and no, they really help the show a lot. And it gives you a place to let folks know how great you feel about this show and that you love it. Now, for the last time this season, our team. We really want to say thank you to Kylie C. Roberts, who is our editor and producer. Angel Foster and Naya Williams, thank you so much for doing our social media. Montez Mickles, thank you for being the director of production and holding shit down and making systems that we can follow. Thank you, Janie Leopard, for drawing our cover art. And thank you, Fruit Snack, for playing our theme song. Fruit Snack Forever. Fruit Snack Forever. Thank you to Anna Rooney for being my Jessamine's chief of staff. And thank you to Amber Richardson for being Ash's chief of staff and keeping Tender Fire Media away from the timeout table. I want to say thank you to Ash Danger Phoenix who co-hosts and produces this show. And my name is Jessamine Stanley. And I co-host and produce this show, too. I feel like you'd be like Snoop Dogg and be like, I want to thank me for getting me through everything and believing in myself Yeah, that's right. Actually, yeah. No, that's... I don't know. I do thank me, but mainly, I know I would be nowhere without everybody else. So thank you, everybody. My name is Jessamine Stanley. We are grateful for the work that is done by We Go High, and we believe 
that no one should be in jail for weed. Tender fire. <laughs>